This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about Trader Joe's favorites. Yes, meaning that it's our favorite things from Trader Joe's, not yeah, Trader Joe's not Trader Joe's, Joe's, Joe's personally favorite. Yeah. And um, this episode was uh, requested by literally everybody who lives within uh, Trader Joe's range. I think probably there will be a, a number of international listeners who are nowhere near a Trader Joe's and possibly don't know what it is. So we should mm-hmm. give like a little... We should try and describe what Trader Joe's is. Will you do that? Because I'm crunching. Okay. So Trader Joe's is a is a grocery chain that really mostly does like their own branded products and is really heavy on like snacks and frozen food. Not that not that that's all they do, but uh, that's mm-hmm. a big part of what they do. I mean, you could do all of your grocery yeah, shopping. Yeah, they do carry Trader Joe's um, produce and meats, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's not. Not the same kind of selection you would get at even a fairly small supermarket. Yeah. You know, people people who get excited about Trader Joe's, it's because of uh, something something they get in the the cookie section or the chip section or the freezer case. Yes, usually yes. I think um, they have some good refrigerated items. Also, I think it's a, a German. I think that's company, right. But uh, I think of it as originating on on the coasts, uh, I, yeah, or at no, least in California. I definitely first heard of it in California, and then I remember like it came to Portland. In like the early to mid nineties, okay, because my parents got into it. Oh yeah, tell um, me, tell me your memory lane, your your TJ's memory lane. Yeah, so my TJ's memory lane. I remember like um, my parents starting to shop there like shortly before I left for college, or or maybe around the time I left for college, which would have been ninety three. And then I definitely knew of it well enough by the time wife of the show Lori and I moved to Seattle in ninety six that we like looked to see if there was a Trader Joe's in the Seattle area. And I think the nearest one was in Kirkland. So we would drive over to the east side and like stock up on some favorites from Trader Joe's. Wow. Okay. I, I I'm curious to hear what those favorites might have been, but hold on. I remember a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. I did not grow up anywhere where there were Trader Joe's. There is now a Trader Joe's in my hometown, and we We, even went went to it. Yeah, Yeah. it's in Nichols Hills Plaza. It's where Crescent Market used to be. Right. And I have to say, I mean, I love Trader Joe's, but I wish it were still Crescent Market. Yeah, of course. Like Trader Joe's does not have a uh, suit of armor. No, it doesn't even have have a a carpet. Very light nautical theme. So my first 
uh, awakening or my awakening to, to Trader Joe's came through visits to my Aunt Tina, who mm-hmm. lived in Northern California. I think that maybe it was the Trader Joe's in San Rafael, California, I want to say. Oh, yeah. We all know that Trader Joe's. <laughs> anyway, I remember... Tina was really into this like wild rice blend that okay. they sold there called California Rice Trilogy. Sure. I, yes, I remember this. And I remember my mom bringing home California Rice Trilogy in her suitcase. And I remember I never liked it. <laughs> and that was my first introduction to Trader Joe's. It was this thing that existed in California and they made a rice blend that my mom was really into and I was not. Okay. Do you remember when you started like having things from Trader Joe's that you liked? I think that it was probably around the time I went off to college. Sure. I don't remember going to Trader Joe's when I was in college. Yeah, I don't but either. I'm sure there was one nearby. And God, what a great place to go if you are in college. Totally. I mean, cheap snack food, like ready to eat meals that are really tasty. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we should specify this episode is not sponsored by Trader Joe's. Producer Abby put a note on the agenda and said, can we get some of that sweet, sweet Trader Joe's money for doing this episode? And, yeah. and we cannot. No, Trader Joe's does not want they to don't need give us, us right. their money. Uh, anyway, I think I first became interested in Trader Joe's as a grad student, maybe. I think that... Like as a research concern? <laughs> When I was living on my own uh, in an apartment in Seattle going to grad school, there was a Trader Joe's on Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. And there still yeah. is. Yeah. Parking was terrible. Still is. That's that's one of the only places that I've like crashed my car into another car in really? the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, that parking lot was literally That was doing like, a long time ago because I haven't had a car yeah. since 1998. That parking lot was literally like trying to park a full-size car inside a shoebox. Yeah. Like it was so yeah. crazy. I remember going there. And I think I even remember like on a Saturday back in grad school when I didn't have a spouse or a child and and like was just avoiding homework. I remember uh, the walking. Good old days. I remember walking from my apartment to Trader Joe's and back. Yeah. Which was quite a schlep. It was like a couple miles. Yeah. Anyway, you know, just to fill the time. Ah. Uh, do you remember filling the time? I do. Yeah. So, yeah, nowadays we have a Trader Joe's, like, uh, you know, 15-minute walk from us on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. And so we go fairly often and uh, and mostly get, like, frozens and snack foods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes bagged salad mixes. Sometimes, like, stuff. When, when Lori was going into the office, uh, she, would, she would get lunch stuff from Trader Joe's, like the individual hummus packs. Mm-hmm. I'm presenting here a selection of some of my favorites. And, and you brought one of your favorites, which uh, I'm, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil. Right yeah, there's going to be a lot of eating during this episode. Yeah. yeah, It's unavoidable. Okay, well, let's tack back and forth doing our going through our favorites. Yeah, I was going to say one more bit of memory lane is that like Trader Joe's uh, is notorious for discontinuing your favorite product. Mm. And like two two of my favorites that I remember getting at the Kirkland Trader Joe's back in the 90s were the uh, frozen Kung Pao chicken. They do, I think, still have a frozen Kung Pao chicken, but this was a different one, like an individual sized one. Love okay. that. And uh, the Granny Smith jarred apple juice. Ooh, gosh. it was so good. Uh, you know, this reminds me, my Aunt Tina loved their jarred Gravenstein applesauce yes, at Trader Joe's. Yes, we used to get that too. It was, it was so called, special. It was called First Crush. Oh, it was? Yes. Oh, that's great. You never forget your first. Exactly. 
Uh, okay. Well, so Matthew, one of the things that I love at Trader Joe's that is sometimes there and sometimes not is the California slab apricot. It's a dried apricot. It's usually the Blenheim variety. Mm-hmm. And I know so exactly super, the ones you mean. Super flavorful, super tangy. I can taste it right now, even though you didn't bring any. And they're sulfured, so they're bright orange. And plump. Oh, they're plump. But yeah, it's it's like an apricot that's been cut in half. Uh, I think that's the slab idea. It's not a whole... You know how yeah. dried apricots are often whole pitted apricots? Yeah, no, this is much slabbier than this that. This is slabbier than that. They are the best dried apricots you will ever have. I, I, I don't want unsulfured dried apricots. I, I, I don't want to hear about it. I want to eat... Trader Joe's California slab apricots for the rest of my life. Do you think we should try sulfuring more foods to see if it makes them plumper and juicier? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about you? Okay, so uh, I'm going to start with uh, the uh, frozen Indian curries, and particularly the lamb vindaloo, the fiery chicken curry, and the chana masala chickpea curry. They are so spicy. So spicy, so, so spicy. good. Teenager of the Show December takes them in their lunch pretty often, like puts them in a thermos. I am delighted to have one of these for lunch anytime. You know, after you told me about these a couple years ago, I went out and bought like one of each. And I have to say, I love spicy food. And these were almost too spicy for me. Interesting. Okay. Even the ones that are not, I mean, I know a a a, Vindaloo is spicy, but even the ones that are not labeled as being spicy or whatnot were very spicy. The the butter chicken is not that spicy. I found the butter chicken to still be spicy. And I was like, what is going on here? Anyway, all this to say, they are also extremely delicious. Oh, yeah. So I love those. You're mm-hmm. up. What's okay. next? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about an item that we actually have on the yes. table here. Trader Joe's Swiss Milk Chocolate Bar with 30% whole hazelnuts. So this is always in the mm-hmm. freezer aisle. <laughs> you know how above the freezer aisle they always have like uh, some dry goods like nope. crackers, chocolate, cookies and stuff. Hold on, Matthew. I'm still talking. You keep chewing. So you will recognize this. It is a large chocolate bar that comes in a uh, like a aquamarine blue and white cardstock package. So, yeah, the Swiss milk chocolate with 30 percent whole hazelnuts. Yeah, it says taste of the Swiss Alps on there. I, I usually find them like at the cash register as oh, really? like an impulse buy item. And I impulse buy them. Mm, this is so good. It's so good. It is so good. Like if you leave me alone with one of these, it's going to get ugly. Did you buy any more bars than just this one? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. All right, your turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this episode is so mm-hmm. fun. We get to eat all the good stuff. Okay, this was one I was di- disappointed they were out of when I went yesterday. Mm-hmm. Elote corn chip dippers. It's mm. uh, it's like Fritos scoops kind of size style corn chips mm-hmm. with uh, with a um, Mexican corn inspired spice blend. So does it have some sort of like buttermilk powder or mm-hmm. something going on in there? Yeah, and like like you know lime lime juice powder, mm-hmm. uh, chili powder, mm. like uh, and a little a little bit of sweetness to them also. Like these, they are so good. And do you eat them on their own or do you dip just them? on their own? Okay. Oh, that sounds so good. Okay, the next item. This is not a Trader Joe's branded item, but I just want to point it out mm-hmm. that Trader Joe's carries Kerrygold butter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. I was for a second. I I just had a, a no. You're absolutely right. Okay, for a second I thought it was Plugra. Which they maybe carry as I think, well. I think maybe they have had that as well. But anyway, they almost always have Kerrygold butter. And Kerrygold is such delicious butter, as as we all know, I hope. And it's always like 2 if not $3 cheaper mm-hmm. at Trader Joe's than it is at my regular grocery store. Yep. So Kerrygold butter, Trader Joe's, yes. 
All right, my next pick is Trader Joe's Pork Belly. It's uh, fully cooked. It's in the refrigerator section, mm. and you can, like, slice it and cook it like bacon. But it's not is it's it not smoked, smoked or okay. cured. It's just it's just like cooked and then vacuum packed, and so it's very well seasoned, but uh, but just with salt, pretty much. This is so interesting. That's something that you would not find at a mainstream U.S. Right. supermarket. But it is really good. Like and just so- just crisped up, like for a little breakfast treat. Oh wow. I, and I so- do have it in the fridge. I could get some going if you're interested. Is that like over where the bacon is? It's um. I feel like it's to the right of where the bacon is. (laughs) Great. This is helpful. I I think it's closer to to like where the hummus is. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. Uh, We're going to travel over to the snack aisle to talk about the pretzels that we've been eating. This morning, as I was making my coffee, June asked me what topics we were taping today. And I told her we were doing this one. And she said, are you going to talk about the honey wheat pretzel sticks? And I said, I had totally forgotten she insisted that I bring over our bag of honey wheat pretzel sticks. I'm so glad she did. She also said, don't forget to bring it home. <laughs> anyway, we always keep these around. I always buy like two bags of these at yeah. a time because they're the perfect thing to like, you know, throw in your kid's lunch as a snack or to like throw in a backpack if you're going hiking. It's a like a really delicious pretzel. Yeah, it's they're, like it's, they've got a good diameter to them. They're not like too thin or too thick. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not like so crunchy. They'll like take take out a tooth cuz I know how you feel about dental emergencies. They're not as uh as like dark baked as right. some other pretzels that I like. However, they still taste delicious and they're definitely on the sweet side. Now, I have a but, question. Oh, they're so good. Who is this guy? I don't know who this guy like, is. This there's a very disturbing man. Oh, hold on. This it says Ludwig, Trader Joe's head pretzel guy, says that this dumb pretzel trick can only be done with our oven baked honey wheat pretzel sticks and a pair of lederhosen. Okay. And what he's doing is he's balancing a stick like vertically on his index finger. The the other thing that Trader Joe's is known for is is like bad puns and like silly product names and they mm-hmm. they publish a, a newsletter that's full of terrible jokes. Mhm. Anyway, yeah. So Trader Joe's honey wheat pretzel sticks. All right. Uh, my next pick, which I don't have here, is the uh, Southwestern Chopped Salad. I think uh, uh, Trader Joe's bagged salad uh, mixes are quite good. They had a spicy one called the Gochujang Salad that was my favorite that they discontinued just because they don't like me. So so wait, to be clear, this is um, in like the, the raw vegetable section, not yeah. in like the... the, the- like grab and go salad section, right? So this is this is like a salad kit, okay? With and it's go, so it's got like a, a bag of dressing and like a little uh, crispy tortilla strips and little cheese cubes mm. and uh, like you know it's never something I think of really, but then like whenever we get it, I, I eat like pretty much the whole bag. Wow. Okay, I hadn't even thought of that. I think I've had the southwestern chopped salad, yeah, in the prepared version, and that was delicious. Okay. I assume it's similar. The other thing I want to talk about is, uh, so not it, it's not far from the honey wheat pretzel sticks. Uh, it's also on the like savory bagged treats aisle. It is the peanut butter filled pretzels. They come in a like a royal blue and white bag and you can see them through there. They're like nugget shaped pretzels and they're filled with peanut butter. Now, yeah, I think this is one of Trader Joe's most famous items. Yes. Do not buy the unsalted ones. Right. That is, well, unless you have to. Right. But if this is a truly perfect product. Have you tried the almond butter version? No. I haven't. I saw I, I saw them there. I, I don't, uh, 
Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I have mixed feelings about almond butter in general. I went through a real almond butter period in grad school, actually. And now when I taste like as it... A, as a research concern? And now when I taste it, it just tastes like grad school. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? That makes sense. You know what I mean? Anyway, peanut butter filled pretzels. All right. My next pick is dark chocolate covered caramels. This has been one of my Trader Joe's favorites for a long time. If they discontinue it, I will be very sad. Um, This is a super chewy caramel, I'll warn you. Is this usually on the frozen food Mm -hmm. aisle? Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this looks like a little like bonbon. Mm -hmm. Comes in a clamshell type Mm -hmm. thing. Oh, I've never had this. I've had the peanut butter cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the peanut butter cups are good, of course, but this is my favorite candy item. Mm-hmm. It's just really good. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. here's a thing you can do with these if you're a maniac. You can mm. put them in the in the microwave for like seven seconds. Mm. Very satisfying. Mm. Okay, wait. What is this called again? Dark chocolate covered caramels. I would have never mm-hmm. thought to buy this, and that is delicious. Mm. Mm. Someone sometimes when someone like in my family wants to give me a gift that they know I'll appreciate, dark chocolate covered caramels. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, it glues your mouth together for a while. So if there's someone who's like really yapping and you need to and you need to like shut that mouth, like just stick a caramel in well, that's there. That's why your family gives it to you. Um, oh, wait, I just <laughs> I'm just now making this connection. Do you usually cut them in half like you just did? No, because that was really satisfying. No, I usually like eat it in two bites. OK, OK. I bet it, it does a nice like stringing thing. With it the sure does. Oh, that caramel was also the perfect texture. Yes. Oh, that's delicious. Wow. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. Uh huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post meeting drink. You can bring your pet. Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, what do you got for me next? This next one is kind of boring, but as we all know from our many holiday baking episodes, uh, I do a lot of holiday baking. <laughs> and the, the Trader Joe's um, nut aisle is fantastic. 
So <laughs> I've got caramel in my throat, but it's and, worth it. You know, nuts can be expensive. Uh, the nuts at Trader Joe's are always like reliably high quality, yeah. not rancid, and they're reasonably priced. So I always buy my nuts for holiday baking at Trader Joe's. Yeah, if you ever want a bag of macadamia nuts and don't want to pay like $16 for it, Trader Joe's is the place to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even raw almonds, which I mean, and the other thing is these things are not like dirt cheap there, but they are just more reasonable than they would be elsewhere. Sure. All right. I've got a couple of frozen and refrigerator items. I'm going to grab a couple of different ice cream sandwiches. Oh, my God. This episode is... Mm-hmm. I should say that we're recording this at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Happy weekend, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close up this bag of honey wheat pretzels. Oh, Wow. We're eating entire ice cream sandwiches. Oh, it's so good to be a grown-up. Yeah. Okay, wait, can I eat this before it starts yeah. to melt? Oh my god, what is this perfect thing? Mmm. Mmm. Matthew, what is this? <laughs> this looks like an Oreo. Yeah. With like, so you know, you can picture double stuff. This is like a quintuple stuff. But what's in the middle is actually ice cream. These are the uh, Trader Joe's mini mint mouthfuls ice cream sandwiches. It's like uh, mm. mint chocolate chip ice cream between two Oreo styles. This cookies. is so good. Uh-huh. I'm so excited mm-hmm. by this. Why didn't you put this on the agenda? I forgot. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> are you saying I'm not allowed to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like the perfect size because it's literally a Oreo-sized ice cream sandwich. The other thing is that the cookie parts of it look like the the wafer cookie of an Oreo. They're soft, mm-hmm. like the chocolate part of a vanilla ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. And when I say they're the perfect size, I mean they're the perfect size to eat alongside like seven other snacks. Okay, hold on. Mini? Mini mint mouthfuls. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready for another ice cream sandwich? <laughs> yeah. I cut a small piece of this. Oh, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. Why didn't we do this episode before? I think I was afraid it was going to come off like a Trader Joe's ad, which it is coming off as, even though we're not getting we're paid. We're just not getting paid for it. But we get to sit together and eat a bunch of, like, Snacks. Oh, this this is so good. This is one of my absolute all-time favorite items. It is the uh, brownie coffee ice cream sandwich. I do find that, like, the chips, the chocolate chips in the brownie, like, I kind of think it would be better without them, but who am I to complain? Brownie coffee ice cream sandwich. I'm mm-hmm. these down. Wow! I'm going to cross off my next thing because I'm pretty sure it's discontinued. Okay. And it's just going to make me sad. I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. Okay. So this one's really boring, but we we recently did an episode on non-alcoholic beer. Mm -hmm. And Trader Joe's was one of the first places I found in Seattle where I could reliably get uh, non-alcoholic beer made by Athletic Brewing. Excellent. And uh, and it's a little cheaper there than it is elsewhere. Yeah, I think a dollar or two. I forgot to look in the beer section to see if they've, they've started doing like their own brand of non-alcoholic beer, because I'd be curious to try that if yeah. they do. I'm sure they will at some point. Yeah. Because Trader Joe's branded beers are pretty good. Oh, I've never had them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, have you had the unexpected cheddar? Yes. Okay. It's Should- a great white cheddar. It's like the perfect eating cheddar. It is. It's one of my favorite cheeses. It's like... It's more crumbly than like a Tillamook uh, that we would buy for grilled cheese or something like that. I find but, it weirdly good considering it's like an inexpensive like supermarket cheese. Like I feel like it is a cheese that if you told me this this costs $27 a pound and it's like from a cave in England, I'd be like, yeah. You know what we should do? Uh, we should 
Oh, that was from the last episode. <laughs> I was, no, it's okay. I was going to say... Everyone listened to that episode. Be- because we were, in the last episode, we were talking about the cheese cart, you know, rolling around. Yes. I was saying how I always find it so... There's, so, there's this feeling about being in a restaurant that is, like, fancy enough to have like a cheese cart or a dessert cart that comes around, but not fa- not so fancy that you feel uncomfortable there, you know? Okay, I'm, or I'm that the curious food where you're satisfying. going with this. Well, I'm just thinking that I forgot what I was going to say. I oh, would... the cheese. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, what I was going to say is that I think that I should just get a whole bunch, from, bunch of stuff from Trader Joe's and put it on a cart and oh, like just roll it around as your like, house. A, like a service to you, like on your birthday, just come over and like offer you like, oh, would you like some cheese after your meal, Matthew? Oh, would you which of these ice cream sandwiches would you like? And I will carefully <laughs> carve you like a portion of these things just to make you feel cared for. <laughs> would you would you be like hanging around doing this for several days? And like I have to call <laughs> wife of the show, Lori. So like, how do we get rid of her? Yes. Like this was fun for like the first day. Yeah, and a half. I, yeah I thought this was just going to last for like. 20 minutes like, on my birthday. My, my birthday was in August and it's October now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This okay. is getting pathological. <laughs> okay. Uh, unexpected No, please cheddar. do do that. Okay. Get a cart. You know what? Uh, the next item that I want to talk about is discontinued, but I, I know that we're going to have some listeners out there who, who liked it too. And it was the Trader Joe's lentil soup. It came in a large can, like a 28 ounce can. Mm-hmm. It had a white kind of very plain label. Yeah, I remember the soup you mean. And it was just a really solid like vegetarian lentil soup. It was just really good. Yeah, discontinued items. What are you going to do? Um, I I have another thing that I forgot to put on my list. Okay. Um, but it's the uh, blister peanuts, which Ooh. I don't know the story of like what blister peanuts are or how they're made or why they get like a blistery skin on them. Oh. But mm. there's just a really good, really crunchy, roasted, salted peanut. Oh, this makes me want a beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nice. they're very inexpensive. I think they used to be two dollars for, for like a thirteen ounce bag. I think they're up to like two seventy nine or something. Mm. But Oh, that's delightful. Mm-hmm. Okay. One other thing I really want to mention, non edible, is the cedar balsam candle. So Trader Joe's okay. has started doing these seasonal scented candles. They come, I didn't know about this at all. Oh, uh, you'll notice them um at various times of year, uh on, on the display when you walk in the door. So uh, in the spring, they often have one that is peony blossom. Okay. Except it's very confusing. Like the graphic design (laughs) of the labels. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, so they come in a little, like a little aluminum tin, almost like some people put spices in. Sure. Okay. With a lid. And it's just got a simple white label on it. And whatever the scent is of the candle, they take the initials of that thing and put that on the okay. white label, okay? This is starting to get complicated. Well, so so the peony blossom candle, like what you see from a distance is just the letters PB. And so you think it's a can of peanut butter. Well, it's just so confusing. I mean, who sees the letters PB and thinks peony blossom? I mean, I, I guess I will now. Okay. Anyway, peony blossom is nice, very floral. I like it more than I thought I would. Can but you my get a peanut butter scented candle? But my favorite one <laughs> is the cedar balsam candle okay. that comes out around the holidays. That's, that's a very evocative name. I right? like it. Right? And then, you know, there are a whole bunch of other ones. There's like gingerbread or pumpkin or something. Th- those are not my thing. I don't, I don't like those. Okay. Yeah, I'll look for a holiday candle coming up in about eight months here. Okay, great. 
Um, and then uh, I think I think I'm going to leave it there. There are a couple other items I thought of, but I don't feel as strongly about them as I do about these. Okay, I've got one more, and mine is also a seasonal item. So when you are picking up your cedar balsam candle, look in the refrigerator section for the fondue. Mm. It's just it's just a packet of fondue. You can get this other places than Trader Joe's. I think Trader Wait, Joe's is, is already liquid. Is a good one. It's it's refrigerated, so it's it's like solidified, and then you melt it. And put it in your fondue pot, or as we do, in a Pyrex bowl above, like, a votive candle. Okay. Um, And, uh, like, on a rack, like a cookie cooling rack. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we chop up a big baguette, cut up a baguette, and, uh, like, make some roasted potatoes and carrots and, like, some uh, chunks of ham. And we'll Mm. have fondue night, and it's so easy and so satisfying. I can't wait to come over for fondue night. Bring a cart. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Matthew, do we have any spilled mail today? We do. This spilled mail is also in response to our Caesar salad episode, and it's from listener Jennifer. So on the Caesar salad episode, Molly, you read from an old newspaper clipping from Dorothy Kilgallen's gossip column about how, like, there a restaurant in New York would be would be serving the new trendy food from California, Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. And uh, listener Jennifer wrote in to say, Dorothy Kilgallen's column was syndicated in many newspapers, even in Pennsylvania. She was a real reporter and a force to be reckoned with. She died mysteriously <gasps> while in investigating JFK's murder and was that ever hush hush wow the lingo of the day has sounds funny now but her memory has my total respect so yeah just had to say that old episodes of what's my line highly recommended she was on a guest on the game show what's my line okay. thanks for your good work oh thank you listener Jennifer yeah I mean sound thank thank you for your good work listener Jennifer we didn't do anything wow I have a now but wow this week It is a poem. I, I always bring such me now, but wow. You do. Yeah. Uh, so this one actually is, is a very sad poem uh, written by the late Lucille Clifton, whose poetry I think I've been reading since I was like 16. Okay. I was introduced to her in like an anthology of contemporary poetry in the mid 90s. And anyway, her whole body of work is just incredible. Um, A lot about the black body, Mm -hmm. but also just uh, she was incredible. And the poem that uh, that I'm thinking of today and that I wanted to share with everybody is called Blessing the Boats. And I was reminded of it by um, a, a reader of my newsletter who wrote to me to share it with me after my dog passed away mm-hmm. because it is kind of a uh, like a, a sending off into other lands kind of poem. Sure. So, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to read it today. On, uh, you're not going to read it on the, on the Did podcast? Did you want me to read it on the podcast? Do you want my honest answer? <laughs> you don't want me to. We're going to share a link yeah. to Blessing the Boats by Lucille Clifton. And absolutely check out her whole body of work. Thank you. Our producer is Abby Circatella. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, jump onto the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk, where I bet by now there is already a thread of people talking about their favorite Trader Joe's items that we forgot to mention. Thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that'll be back next week unless our mouths are glued shut with caramel, which is likely to happen. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hang on. I'm going to stand up and stretch. Okay.
Okay. I'm Crunchy. And I'm Matthew. <laughs> You're going to have to finish this. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.